Hello, my name is Ken, and I want to welcome you back to Deep Waters. This podcast is brought to you by Applied Strength Ministry, where we believe working together in our strengths is the effect of working out the will and calling of God in our lives. The title of this message is, That's Mr. Holy Spirit to You. This is a multi-episode series in which this is episode two of three. So that we leap off from where we left off, we bring up the past a bit from the last message. Now right here is a pivotal key. How can the elect be deceived by signs and wonders if they didn't believe in the Holy Spirit? Don't drive past it. How? We know Jesus is not talking to the original 12 minus 1 plus 1, because here he's talking about the end of time. You see here, the devil wouldn't bother with signs and wonders if other authentic born-again believers weren't also operating in them. You see, in a war, both sides have bullets. If not, one will be outgunned, so to speak, and that would not be a war. One also only has to go back to the days of Moses and the snaky sticks to see that the war back then worked until Pharaoh's magicians could not match God's power. Ezekiel 7, 3, 4. And I will harden Pharaoh's heart and multiply my signs and my wonders in the land of Egypt. But Pharaoh will not heed you, so that I may lay my hand on Egypt and bring my armies and my people, the children of Israel, out of the land of Egypt by great judgments. Ezekiel 7, 9, 13. When Pharaoh speaks to you, saying, Show a miracle for yourselves, then you shall say to Aaron, Take your rod and cast it before Pharaoh, and let it become a serpent. So Moses and Aaron went in to Pharaoh, and they did so, just as the Lord commanded. And Aaron cast down his rod before Pharaoh and before his servants, and it became a serpent. But Pharaoh also called the wise men and the sorcerers, so the magicians of Egypt. They also did in like manner with their enchantments. For every man threw down his rod, and they became serpents. But Aaron's rod swallowed up their rods, and Pharaoh's heart grew hard, and he did not heed them, as the Lord had said. So we see in this next verse where the magician's power had run out. And so a distinction was made between God's power and Satan's, and they knew it. They were outfingered. Exodus 8, 18, 19. Now the magicians so worked with their enchantments to bring forth lice, but they could not. So there were lice on man and beast. Then the magician said to Pharaoh, This is the finger of God. But Pharaoh's heart grew hard, and he did not heed them, just as the Lord had said. So look at the purpose of God. Do you see it? Signs and wonders to harden Pharaoh's heart. Not that signs and wonders are bad, but in this example, they had a purpose. Now, do you think God will harden the hearts of people today? Well, if you read Romans 1, 18-32, you will see that God was in fact working against some who were made in his own image. Romans 1, 18-32. For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men, who suppress the truth and unrighteousness, because what may be known of God is manifest in them. For God has shown it to them. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even his eternal power and Godhead, so that they are without excuse, because, although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were thankful, but became futile in their thoughts, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Professing to be wise, they became fools, and changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like corruptible man, and birds and four-footed animals and creeping things. Therefore God also gave them up to uncleanness, in the lusts of their hearts, to dishonor their bodies among themselves, who exchanged the truth of God for the lie, 
and worshipped and served a creature rather than the Creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. For this reason, God gave them up to vile passions, for even their women exchanged the natural use for what is against nature. Likewise, also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust for one another, men with men committing what is shameful, and receiving in themselves a penalty of their error which was due. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a debased mind, to do those things which are not fitting, being filled with all unrighteousness, sexual immorality, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, evil-mindedness. They are whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, violent, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, undiscerning, untrustworthy, unloving, unforgiving, unmerciful, who, knowing the righteous judgment of God, that those who practice such things are deserving of death, not only to do the same, but also approve of those who practice them. Did he cause them to sin? I know. I got to clean it up before I get back to the Holy Spirit. I'm sure he won't mind my doing so. James 1, 13, 15. Let no one say when he is tempted, I am tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted by evil, nor does he himself tempt anyone. But each one is tempted when he is drawn away by his own desires and enticed. Then, when desire has conceived, it gives birth to sin, and sin, when it is full grown, brings forth death. But so not to confuse you, as you may come across this next scripture sometime down the road, let's just straighten that road out now. 1 Corinthians 10:13. No temptation has overtaken you, except as is common to man. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with the temptation will also make the way of escape, that you may be able to bear it. So the difference in these is that in Romans 1.18 it states, For the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men, who suppress the truth and unrighteousness. This is a difference. Another way to read it is that God allowed them to do what they were naturally drawn to do anyways, and therefore did not stop them to be tempted beyond what they could or should handle. We see here again he makes a difference between his and lowercase his. We are kept and they are released. So on with it, Ken. Okay. As we begin, LOL, I will share with you that this read is not for the spiritually lazy, as I will be providing scripture to support what I am sharing. You will need to look them up to seek for additional understanding. Additionally, you are currently listening to the results of the work that the Holy Spirit has done in me. So now when you are making the statement to God that you expect a change in some way, whether it be in your understanding of God or how you approach him from here on out, if you are one of those inclined to correct every believer's attempt at using the gifts that God has given us to work out our salvation with fear and trembling, then I will be silent in response to you. Jesus can handle the Pharisee spirit, as I have no time or strength to do so. If you don't believe or have the Holy Spirit, then the following things are things that are true for you. And this is a problem because all of Christianity depends on a power gospel. Allow me to share a short list before we move to the big list. 1 Corinthians 2.4 And my speech and my preaching were not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power. 1 Thessalonians 1.5 For a gospel did not come to you in word only, but also in power, 
and in the Holy Spirit, and in much assurance, as you know what kind of men we were among you for your sake. Romans 15:19, in mighty signs and wonders, by the power of the Spirit of God, so that from Jerusalem and round about to Lycurium, I have fully preached the gospel of Christ. Matthew 22:29, Jesus answered and said to them, You are mistaken not knowing the scriptures nor the power of God. 1 Corinthians 4.20 For the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. Romans 14.17 For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Well, that's it for today. Will peace and joy be the new delicacies in heaven, replacing smoked salmon and smoked Gouda cheese? (laughs) Remember, it's not what you find wrong or disagree with regarding these messages, but what you can take away from it. Together we can do more to impact the kingdom than if we work alone. Let's flip the script and kill, still, and destroy the works of the enemy and create space for the light of lights to shine through into people's lives. Plant a seed and click on the like and subscribe button. Let's build this ministry together. Thanks and see you next time in deep waters.